we, we didn't, didn't sign, sign up, up for, for this, this shit. shit. Hey guys, I'm Andrew. And I'm Minya. Welcome back to the Hardly Adult Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about relationships. Um, relationships? Relationships. Oh. So he's been mean to me, you know, been mean to me for a while before we started recording this episode. I make and... it sound like I'm abusive or something. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and I'm going to cry. No, I'm just kidding. We're just messing around. Um, Delete not, this not, Not in that type of way. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, okay. So today we're going to be talking about relationships. And, you know, I thought we should start off with a definition of a relationship. How does that sound? I like it. What is the definition of a relationship? Okay. Relationship. I said relationship. Okay, <laughs> I thought you said relationship. Now I'm going again. to say relationship the rest of the episode. Um, so there are three definitions that I have here. One of them is the way in which two or more people, groups, countries, etc., talk to, behave toward, and deal with each other, which is you know does make some sense there. Um, and then the second one is a romantic or sexual friendship between two people. So this one kind of irritates me in a way because a relationship isn't just romantic it could be a friendship it could be you know an acquaintanceship a situationship a friends with benefits so i don't think it's just strictly romantic um kind of an outdated definition um and then the third definition i have is the way in which two or more people or things are connected sweet and simple i think this is my favorite definition and it does make the most sense to me no, I, I agree. Those are some, uh, those are definitions, all right. <laughs> um, don't you hate when you lose your train of thought right after you say the first word in a sentence, and then you end up in a train wreck that looks somewhat similar to this? Yeah, it's always, you know, a good time. But that's okay. That's why I'm here, you know, to kind of help you um so what is well speaking of relationships um what is the difference between friends with benefits and situationships well i think before we can answer that question you need to tell me what the hell a situationship is i thought you knew but whatever um anyways <laughs> a situationship according to Google, is a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. Okay. Um, so that's what it is. Kind of makes sense. You know, you're not in, like, an uh, actual relationship because you never talked about it, um, established, you know, defined the relationship. Um, so it's like you are in, um, you're basically acting like a couple, but you haven't defined that you are a couple or that you're together. Okay. Does that make sense? And then like, how, like, do you think friends with benefits is similar, different? Um, what is the difference? I mean, I think... With all like, your experience with friends with benefits. Yeah, all my experience. With <laughs> 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 um, I, I think that the difference is, is a situationship, like you said, is not really established, uh, whereas friends with benefits, generally you've sat down, you've had the conversation, hey, this is 
just sex. That's all we're doing. Like, aside from that, we're just friends. Like, and that's it. But yeah. you don't, like you said, again, you don't have the, the definition. So, like, when we first got together, that was kind of a situationship at first. I never really defined anything. You never really defined anything. The Uber driver on our way to the state fair defined something. Yeah. And we yeah, just kind of rolled with it. Yeah, how long we've been together. And we never really talked about what our current relationship is. But, you know, it was a few weeks. So we're like, yeah, a few weeks. And, you know, had to talk about that later. Um but, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it is. Friends with benefits, yeah, it's not like... I wouldn't say it's, like, strictly sex. I mean, sex is important. Well, and, no, no, and, like and I said, though, friends, friend, too. I mean, yeah, you're friends, and the, that's why it's tricky. In both of these situations, you're probably um, developing some sort of feelings. Um, like, with friends with benefits, yeah, you're having sex, but you're also, you know, hanging out, talking about each other's lives, at least, you know... Um, well, depending on what type of friends with benefits, um, situation it is, sometimes it is just like, hey, let's have sex and not make it mean any more than that, basically. Um, but is it, like, do you think it is possible to not develop feelings in either of these scenarios? Uh, I mean, overall, no. Like... If you, especially if you're friends with somebody and you start having sex together, that's going to end with something more for at least one person. And that's biological at the end of the day. You know, you've got, what, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin that are all released when you have sex with somebody. Yeah, very true. And also, I think there is a psychological component. A lot of us don't you know, want to feel lonely, we want to have that sort of connection with a different person that's not necessarily, you know, your friends or your family, but something, like, stronger and, like, you're connecting more on an intimate level, and I think it is just natural. Um, you know, we watch these movies where there is, you know, it starts off with Friends with Benefits, um, specifically the movie that's called Friends with Benefits and then No Strings Attached. Like, there's a few of these movies we've seen and it starts off with, hey, let's not develop feelings, let's just, you know, have fun, have sex, but then, you know, one person does um, start feeling something for the other person. And so I think it is just not, you know, sustain sustainable in the long run. And do you really, you know, want to be that 60-year-old guy that's just you know, hooking up with girls and just having sex with them and not actually having some sort of emotional relationship. Like, I feel like that's just not, you know, in the long run, that's not something that's sustainable. Eh, I mean, it depends on the person, sure. Um, personally, I'm not about that, but, like, Barney from How I Met Your Mother, even after he settled down and had a relationship that was long-term, he wasn't the biggest fan of it. He wasn't, but he did, you know, realize there were some things that messed him up in the beginning, but then when he started being more open to it and found someone he actually cared about, he didn't mind being in a relationship. It did take some getting used to, but in the end, that's, like, innately what he wanted. I'm not saying, I mean, there are those people who are okay with just just having sex and that's it until they die, but 
you know, most people want some other sort of fulfillment. I mean, yeah, that's what friends, family are for and whatnot, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I feel like a majority of people, like, do want to be in a relationship in the end. Yeah, but that, like... I don't know where I was going with that again. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, say this is everybody and make, like, make it seem like, you know, we're, we're all meant to be in a relationship. We all have to be. That's not necessarily the case, but a lot of people that I see around, like, eventually they all get in a relationship. Yeah, like, my end and, you know, they might not be in another one for a while, but for the most part, people around me. Our relationships. Yeah. Um, what about friendships? Let's talk about that. Because that is, you know, relationships, like we were saying, is not just romantic. It comes in all different types of forms. What do you think about friendships and how does it relate to, like, a romantic relationship? Or, like, how, how, how do I say this? Like, how does it compare? Like, what is the difference? Um, what? You're not screwing in a friendship. I mean, that's not what I mean, but, like, on an, like, an emotional level. Like, you could have your best friend, but then you have your, like, partner. Like, what is the difference besides the sex? I don't think that's the only difference. No, I I mean, you're gonna be more open with a partner, I would imagine. Like, I guess it depends on the person, um... Can be more open. You're gonna spend more time with them. There's probably stuff that you'll tell that person, but not your friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, I'm just like trying to like it's. I'm trying to put this into like a question. I can't think of what my actual question is. Um. So do you like? What if you know? Do you think we can live without friendships? That is a completely different question than the previous one that you asked. Yeah, like, because um, I kind of just decided to move away from that. <laughs> so now we're just going <laughs> to focus on this question. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you can live without friendships. I mean, people have been hermits for 80 plus years. And you know what I mean? Fine, like but a like, good quality of life. It did. Studies have shown that you are going to have a better quality of life if you have friends uh, and actual quality friends, not just like, oh, hey, you know, there's Jade that I met at the rave this one time. But, like, people that you talk to and can relate with and, you know, in theory see, although with the internet and whatnot, I guess you don't see them quite as often, maybe, but... Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like friendships are really important. Like, being in, you know, a romantic relationship, it is great, but, like, having those other people that you can go to, hang out with, talk to, is so important than, you know, obviously, like, family relationships and stuff. So, you know, in order to have a completely fulfilled life, I think it has to be pretty even on all those sides. Um, But what I, like, really want to talk about... Um, when it comes to friendships, like, you know, as a kid, I feel like it was not too hard to make friends. Um, even though I moved around a lot, I thought it, you know, it was just matter of fact of going up to someone during recess or at the cafeteria, sitting next to them or start playing with them and just 
hanging out and you guys just automatically become friends and it is a little more difficult when you move because then you have to start over um which you right. know i had to move a lot and i was like it was hard for me to keep a consistent group of friends until i got into middle school and you know throughout middle school and high school and then i had a pretty good you know made really good friendships and i'm still friends with those people today like my best friend adula shout out um mm-hmm. we've been friends for over a decade now and our friendship is just as strong but that that was all didn't seem like we had to use our mind a lot to make those friendships um but yeah now as an adult like how like how do you make friends without it seeming awkward or weird yeah no it's it's really difficult i mean really the only times that you even meet people are at work or at the bar i guess if you're one of those more confident drinkers but aside from that, if you're just at the grocery store, you're usually not going to say anything to anybody. Yeah, that is, like, you know, sometimes in the movies, like, when you watch movies, you'll see people, like, walking down the grocery aisle, they bump into somebody, and they just start talking, and they have this friendship, but I doubt that's how it works in real life. I met my wife over a can of man, which... I mean, sometimes you could meet, like, your romantic um, partners in those sort of situations and even friends but most of us as adults when we go to the grocery store we're there to get the stuff we need and go out we don't really want to talk to anybody unless we need help finding something and even then we're just like i'm gonna find this myself i don't want to talk to anybody um but yeah it is very difficult if you don't meet them at work or you know while you're drinking or something um but there are definitely ways um i know that like what are some of them um, <laughs> sorry, I had a brain fart there. <laughs> well, so um, one of the ways I think is like as an adult, like kind of joining clubs, like in areas that you're interested in, like, let's say, you know, you like volleyball, you join a volleyball club and you start talking to people there and getting to know people because you're, you know, you're playing with them. So, uh, that's like an example, but there's other different, uh, clubs and, different activities that you can join that interest you and other people that are joining obviously have the same interests and you can connect over that mm-hmm. um so that is definitely a huge way um so another thing that i noticed is if you are out in public um normally times when you don't go up to people um and have a conversation stuff that can like start a conversation or like let's say you see something on someone like you like their shirt or you like their purse you can go up to them and be like hey i just want to let you know like that is a really cute shirt and then you guys she like she or he like they start talking about um uh are they sorry um they start talking about um you know where they got it and like you guys start you have this bigger conversation and then at the end of it be like hey want to hang out um so that's definitely another way of going about it and then just you know living in apartments how do you think yeah that helps with friendships living in like an apartment community so i mean we've been lucky with our apartments we've got a dog park right outside the building if you guys have a pet uh definitely you know take them to the dog park hang out say hi to people you know we in the what three months that we've lived here now mm-hmm. four months About. maybe yeah something like four that months. Yeah. um we've gone we've met a couple of people and they're pretty cool um and then community 
things if your apartments aren't you know really shitty at least then they will do like community events um in our apartment complex they had a chili cook-off where you could submit your chili or just go and try different chili and judge it out mm-hmm. um but just you know different events uh there also was uh oh hot chocolate social oh yeah that's that's what that, that was, was where we could go get our pictures taken. Yeah, we got our pictures taken for free. Got some hot chocolate. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely those sort of community events are, you know, not all apartments have them, but a lot of them do now. And I encourage like everyone to just go out, go and you know go there and talk to people. Um, just step outside of your comfort zone because even if you like, let's say you don't feel like going out, um, sometimes it is good to push yourself and in the end you'll like it will most likely be worth it because you'll meet a either a friend or people you know that you know acquaintances like if you don't necessarily form like a strong bond or like even the love of your life you never know I mean you can go and really hit it off with somebody so I would definitely encourage um being going out and doing those things um but yeah just find you know similar interest like what interests you and go out and find the stuff that um sorry how do I say this like find you know what your interests are so go find find other people out there who have those same interests and mm-hmm. you know make those friendships um so yeah it seems hard and, and it is and especially like just pushing yourself and having that confidence but in the end it will be worth it um and then even like as in we all have like very um, long schedule, I mean, not long schedules, but we have, like, as busy an adult, schedules. we have busy, <laughs> we have busy schedules, um, and sometimes it is hard to fit in that, like, time with your friends, I feel like, but there, there is always time, even if it's once a week, once a month, you know, yeah. there, you can make time, it is hard though, right, like, oh, with, definitely, especially because, like- your schedule may not be the same as your friends and well and then you might be in school they might be in school you might have a kid they might have 16 kids if they live in utah like there's there's a lot that goes into it but yeah it is important to maintain the relationships like at least uh i know like me and my friends have a group text together it's uh good to stay in contact Oh, yeah, it is. Um, even if you're, like, not, let's say you're not hanging out in person, you know, COVID time, sometimes it is a little more difficult with COVID. I'm actually going out and being with people because you can get sick. Um, doesn't mean you will, but you can. Um, so, like, just having relationships, like, you know, like Andrew said, through text or, like, doing, like, FaceTimes, you know, just, like, having that connection where you are still, you know, in the lives of your friends and they're, you know... Um, involved in your life too and then you'll you'll prolong that friendship and it will be good for your quality of life you know um Mm -hmm, and theirs as well so find the time like anything that makes you feel good and you enjoy doing find the time for it now before you say drugs you know like that's not what i'm talking about find the time for like why would you just assume that i'm gonna talk about crack (laughs) because i was saying 
oh, what feel makes you feel good, and, like, just assume you're going to be like, oh, what about drugs? Well, because you always say something like that. So, I mean, to play devil's advocate, if you do enjoy drugs, do them in moderation and enjoy them. It's, I feel like those, and I'm not talking about, you know, normal drugs. I'm talking about, like, bad, intense drugs, like meth, heroin, crack, you know, stuff like that that is really bad, and you can't really do those things in moderation, come on. Like, once you do them, you're you're in all the way. Well, how do we know unless we try, babe? We are not gonna try <laughs> those drugs, but thanks for, thanks for offering. Um, but yeah, that's friendships, um, spent, you know, long time talking about those, but they are important. Um, you can be in a romantic relationship, but you gotta have your friends. Um. Now what about acquaintances? So with acquaintances, it is still a form of a relationship, right? You know, it's not as strong as, you know, a friendship, um, a romantic relationship, even situationships and friends with benefits, but acquaintanceships are... I mean, that's not an actual word, but, like, having acquaintances, you do, like, sometimes you know their name, you do talk to them, you know, say hi, bye, maybe how are you doing, and have, like, little conversations, but the difference between, like, an acquaintance and, you know, a stronger friendship is that acquaintances are people you don't really know, like, everything about their lives, and you guys don't have the biggest emotional connection. Like, you might like them, you might, you know, really enjoy, like, talking to them but it's not like you want to build off of that and like hang out and do more with them so like for example um if you're a regular at the gas station i'm a regular gas station shout out uh oh shit oh yeah austin and alex and my homie jay and my homie paul and my homie's nancy and i think john are they your homies? They are. And, uh... Oh, what was that one guy's name at, uh... At the Maverick by our old house. That old guy. Shit, Ken. I don't know. Ken. <laughs> I am so bad with names, you guys. Especially acquaintances, because I'm not, like, really around them a lot. So, I had to look it up just to see. But, acquaintanceship is a word. Don't ask me to spell it. I had autocorrect do it. <laughs> yeah, acquaintance is a really hard word. Um, but yeah, so like acquaintances, like you can even you can have acquaintances at work. Like it's a little different than having like a coworker relationship because those turn into friendships sometimes. But it could be just the one person you see at work and you just say like hi and bye to them, or you you know kind of know like you know their name for the most part. You know, unless you're like me and I'm terrible with names, but I definitely do get them after a while working with people. Yeah, um, she calls a lot of people Billy Bob when she first meets them. No, I just say, hey, you. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I don't really, like, call people by their names unless they're, like, far away and I'm, like, yelling, you know, and I need to say their name. But anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, acquaintances, there's not, like, as strong of an emotional connection as it is with you know all these other groups of relationships you have um it is nice though being 
a regular somewhere, uh, like the Starbucks. I've always wanted to be a regular at a Starbucks, and they would be like, hey, Minya, do you want that uh, white chocolate mocha? I mean, that's, I, I change my drinks all the time, so that say, would be, that would be even, that would be terrible, like, I would be a terrible regular, because I'd always have a different drink. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, that person, like, that knows you, and you know their name most likely after going there a lot, but you guys don't, you know, um, prolong that sort of relationship right, right. and put it further into your life. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, yeah, for sure. It would but be yeah. kind of strange if I asked any of my regular gas station peeps for their number, like, hey, you want to hang out sometime? I'd be odd. Yeah. I'd feel weird doing it. Yeah. But then again, you never know. Maybe you are like, maybe I do want to hang out with these people, but... Who knows? Um, but yeah, so relationships, though, what we want to kind of go into is the good, bad, and ugly of relationships. Um, I'm the ugly part. Whatever. No, you're not. <laughs> um, so, well, I want to first start off by saying um, me and Andrew, Andrew and I, whatever is grammatically correct, we've been in a relationship for a little over three years now. A romantic relationship just, you know if you guys weren't able to tell, um, but, you know, there, it's been amazing, of course, there have been the bad times, the ugly times, um, what is, like, most important, though, is having what I think in a relationship, the most important part is communication, but not just communication, um, but, like, understanding, so, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're able to communicate and talk to this person, but they actually, when you're telling them um, something, they are, like, understanding and incorporating it and, like, you know, making certain changes if need be. Um, so, I guess, what's another word for that? The understanding. Not just communication, but... Comprehension. Com is it comprehension? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a reading test, but for relationships yeah so that definitely that communication trust you know all that stuff but also just having a good fucking time like you know making each other laugh i think that's so important a relationship is having that humor and making each other laugh and you know uh being able to tell the person um that you do like everything about your day like what you're feeling what you're going through and you know, being there for each other's growth and helping each other when need be. I mean, that's not, it's not all about you helping them and them helping you, but it is a part of a relationship where it is nice to get that help and support. Support more than, like, actual help. Like, being supportive and being there when needed is really good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, relationships can get really bad really fast, especially if you guys are you know, on two different wavelengths. Like, for example, one person is ready to go all in and the other person is just wanting to stay kind of in just one line and not grow, you know, and not grow together. Um, so that, it can get really bad, but it can also be amazing. Um, but yeah, those are my tips. Communicate, comprehend, laugh, trust, you know, those are what you should do in a relationship in order for it to continue to grow. I think um, we should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sounds good to me. And 
you know, some people need to see that. Um, but also, what I do know is, like, you can't force someone to be um, something they're not either. So, you know, you go into the relationship, let that person know what you want. If they are like, well, I don't want to do that and I don't want to put myself, um, what's it called, like, actually change or whatnot, then you can't force anybody to do that or there will be resentment. Um, so mm -hmm. just, just remember that and it's okay to not be in a, like, a romantic relationship. Like, if you're not ready, if you don't, like, go into a relationship and just be in one because, oh, all your friends are, it's, it's fine if you're not. Just have fun and that time will come for you as well. That's true. Yeah. I'm being very, like, you know, philosophical here-ish. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's what, like, relationships, um, have you, like, do you have any insight into the good, the bad, and the ugly? I mean, for our listeners, I think that you hit it very good on the head, you know, communicate, and when communication is happening, don't run away. If you guys need 10 or 15 minutes to calm down and cool your head and then go back to talking about it, that's great. But avoiding conflict or not trying to resolve and move past it is just going to sit and fester. You're going to hold it against the other person and it's going to turn the relationship into something that you don't want it to be and eventually won't be in. Exactly. Um, and I can't stress this enough um damn I had this whole thought where I was just like I knew what I was gonna say and now it's gone um shit I don't know babe it was it was something really good too and then it just kind of escaped my brain escape oh that's what I was gonna say Never settle. So don't settle. Like that is, I can't stress this enough. Don't just settle for the first person that comes across. Life is too short to do that. And if you settle and you're in a relationship with a shitty ass person, you're going to regret it in the end. But also, this is kind of like the opposite. Don't have lists of what you want in a person. Like, it is okay to have certain things like what's important to you, but having a list and kind of like a type, it's just not going to make this process fun. Just go out there and meet people, but don't go looking for somebody who is, let's say, six foot two, blue eyes, brown hair, and then you have this whole list. Like he has to come from a Whoa. wealthy family. But if you're under six foot, then you're not really a guy, so. No, that's not oh, true. Oh, wait, yeah, that's not true. Right. Height doesn't matter, like, you know, I know girls, like, talk a lot about it a lot, but, you know, when it comes to guys, like, it's just having that confidence, because you can be, like, you know, shorter than six feet and still have, like, more confidence than a guy with, that is over six feet, and, you know, that is attractive to women, um, but you having a list of, you know, like, 20, like, things that you need in this guy, like, these super detailed things, like, it's fine if you're, like, I want someone who's funny, honest, um, 
communicative. Like, those are all great things. But when you start, like, putting out details of what this guy has to be, oh, he has to be an entrepreneur, he has to be, you know, just, like, have, like, three jets. Like, he had, like, just, like, th that, those are extreme things. But people girls and maybe even guys too like I know girls do it a lot more but they do like make these lists of what they want and I think that is absolutely ridiculous if I offended anybody I'm sorry but I'm not sorry at the same time like it's just like what are you doing because once you start making a list then you're like gonna go to places and you're like looking at this list yeah this guy's not gonna work and you haven't even really put like had a conversation really with them you know and then you know guys like I haven't really seen guys do it but I'm sure there are guys who are also like this is what I want I mean guys talk about oh they want a woman who has like this hourglass figure but like she also has to be skinny and like have big boobs and a big butt so guys do this shit too I'm not just saying women but it's like women are just like super specific and detailed to a T sometimes you know and I, I've just seen it um but those are kind of two opposite spectrums, like, that don't settle, but also stop and nitpicking every damn thing. Nobody is perfect. We all have our faults. Even, like, you, like, who is making the list, like, if you, you think you're perfect, no, you're not. You have your faults, too. So stop expecting people to be perfect. Um, that was very intense. Yeah, you got almost five minutes of uh, <laughs> all that loud talking right there. Impressive, babe. I, I just had to be said because nothing, like, grinds my gears more when you're just like, one, they have to have this, two, they have to have this, three, like, and then it's like 30,000 things. Like, come on. Um, but, yeah. Someone uh, has watched a little bit too much Summer House. What, what do you mean? Getting too focused on Lindsay's big-ass list. Oh, my God. That's how... I, I've seen this, like, multiple times. Not just Summer House, but... Yeah, Summer House is one of those things. And I do like Summer House. And I like Lindsay. But, yeah, that that is kind of ridiculous. You know? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Had to go off. Um, and then family. I, I put family kind of talking about family last um the only reason is these aren't really relationships you necessarily form because you don't really get to choose your family you're like in a relationship with them since you're born so it's not like you have to go up to them and be like you want to be my family what about like adoptive family or step family you had step siblings how was that meeting a new brother that's like 12 already yeah but like even then i mean step siblings because you're kind of blending your families together and like you're gonna you're kind of forced to have a relationship maybe not the best one like you know it is always tough getting into that sort of situation because it could be different personalities a lot of hectic stuff but you know you're going to have to live together under the same roof um, so you'll have some sort of relationship, so might as well make it good, you know. Um, I I have a stepbrother, and I have a half-sister, like, all, like... And a stepsister. If she listens to this and, and doesn't get shouted out, she'll get mad. Sorry, and a stepsister. I, I was going through the list. I have two <laughs> stepsisters. Um, and they're, you know, they're all amazing, and I love them. Um, and it was, like... 
I wanted to have a good relationship with them. But either way, you're going to have some sort of relationship. Like with friendship, you get to choose. With step-siblings, siblings, cousins, moms, dads, you don't get to choose them. Like what you do get to choose is later if you want to continue these relationships. Like, you know, because there are toxic family members, you know. Oh, and for sure. No, you don't get to choose your blood family. But you do get to choose, like, the relationships you have with them. Or lack um, thereof. Yeah. You can't handle it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And nobody... Don't force yourself to have... Like, if you tried having a relationship with somebody that's, like, a toxic family member and it didn't work out, then it it was meant to be, probably. If it didn't work out, like, you shouldn't stay in a toxic situation because you want to have some sort of relationship. Like, it's not healthy. And sometimes our really good friends are, like, our family. Like, people we've grown up with who we've been through a lot they're our family family does you do not have to be related to your family um no that not that's because sometimes you can have like a really awful family member but the bestest friend ever who is like the brother or sister you didn't have you know so or even another brother or sister you did have right yeah exactly um they um, you know, we have, you know, our mom and dad and, um, you know, we, I, I love both of my parents, um, and you love both of your parents, um, and, but that's not always like that. Not all families are like that. Sometimes, you know, parents are shitty and you shouldn't be like, well, th they are my mom, so I have to be my, be there. Like, I have to have... Um, talk to them and have some sort of relation. You can, tr like, try, and you, you should, like, if that's what you want, but if it's not working out and you're just um, feeling terribly in it, once again, life's too short to be um, putting yourself in, like, in relationships with these sort of people who are just draining you. Yeah, um, definitely. But, yeah, family, like, I kind of put last because... You do have to work on those relationships as well, you know, as adults, you know, I have my siblings and um, to strengthen and keep those relationships, you know, we have to talk to each other and reach out, um, but they're also, you're formed since, you know, you're born, you had, I mean, or your siblings came later and you have cousins stuff, that those, they're there, like there's nothing you had to do to go out to make those you know what I mean? You're right, but, right. Yeah, so... So not really the focal point of the episode, which was making and creating and yeah. maintaining other sorts of relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, but, you know, I do love my family, and it's, you know, great to have them, but there are certain things, like, I don't talk to my family about, but with my good friends, I talk to them about everything, so, you know, it just depends on the relationship you have with your, um, family. with your family or yeah. with your friends, because sometimes friends, you might not have, like, the closest relationship with them either, um, but I do... Sorry, something happened to my laptop. Oh, there we go. That was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> so are we doing a uh, fact of the day? Yeah, I want to go over a plural. few relationship facts. Cool, um, cool. One of them 
is 35% of teenagers aged 13 to 17 have experience with relationships. How does that percentage sound to you? Yeah. Too low? Too high? Excuse me. Sorry, folks. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. What a burp. Tense. I don't know. We might delete that. No, that's uh, hot. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I think 35% is kind of low. I feel like 13 to 17%, unless my school was just like a bunch of little whores or something. But I feel like everybody was, oh, I've got a girlfriend. I've got a boyfriend. But you know, I don't know. I How is your experience? Well, I was the biggest nerd ever. Um, I doubt that. Love, but... No, I was. And I was just like, it was all about school for me and like, uh, you know, doing well in school. So I didn't really focus on relationships that much. I had my friends, but like romantic relationships being um, having a boyfriend that was not really on my mind in high school. The first relation, romantic relationship I was in, I was 18. Um, and yeah, that does seem a little old. And I can hear some of y'all judging me. Um, you but can hear them already? <laughs> what did you take? No. Can I have some? <laughs> I, can, I can hear, like, whenever I just say that, it's just like, you know feel judginess but no, you know not at all it, I, I feel like you shouldn't be judged for that like everybody you know take your time and it's not about when you were had your first kiss your first boyfriend girlfriend when you lost your virginity it doesn't matter you know whenever the time's right for you um but 35 percent to me seems like a pretty good percentage um i would think it would be like a little higher but not quite half um, but True. another, um, another statistic slash fact, positive relationship statistics indicate that almost 60% of long distance relationships work out. 60%? Yeah. That's quite a bit. It is. Wonder, kind of shocking. I wonder how many of those had an affair and the other person just never found out. I mean... It says work out, so they continue dating and, like... Well, yeah, decide, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Just one person never found out, and the other person, like, ended up moving back or something, and then they stopped having the affair. Yeah, no, who knows? It's very possible. But if you are going to be in a long-distance relationship to begin with, there has to be some level of trust. And, you know, not everyone's trustworthy, but I'm sure you guys have established that. And, you know, I don't want to say all people in a long-distance relationship are being cheated on. No, not at all. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. But trying 60% to is a lot, for sure. Especially somebody who you might, let's say, only see once a month. Um, if and then lucky. For a few years, but then it still works out, like... Yeah. That's pretty yeah. crazy. Like, personally, it would be pretty difficult for me. I mean, I could do it, but, like, the length of time? Because eventually, you know, hopefully you guys are going to wind up not being in a long-distance relationship anymore and settle down together. At least I would hope. Like, if you're going to continue long-distance yeah, until no, you die, no, like... <laughs> God, I can just hear, like, a boomer right now. Back in my day, your grandfather went off to war, and I didn't see him four years right and it's like times are different now times grandma. are different i don't yeah. even know if we could say grandma maybe great grandma yeah something like that yeah. <laughs> who even knows um let's see one more and then we'll wrap up the episode um cool 
Let's see. Statistics on relationships reveal that engaging in cyber sex and online flirting are the top most common online cheating behaviors. What is cyber sex? I don't even fucking know. I'm pretty sure that's like just like phone sex, but instead of phone sex, you're like on the internet. Cyber sex is a song by Doja Cat. Yeah, but, um, like, what does it mean? Oh, so, like, sexting. Oh, sexting, okay. Yeah, so, but, like, yeah. Okay. That's, I guess that's what it is, and I guess, you know, that does make sense that a lot of cheating happens online, um, especially in our technological age. Yeah, yeah. But it's bad. Don't cheat. Cheaters go to hell. Yeah, or just, law school, and you, you don't want to go to either of those places. If you so. don't want to be with someone, just break up with them. Don't cheat. Do you know how fucking hurtful that is? Um, but yeah, this is not the cheating episode, so I'm not going to go into too much detail on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's basically, you know, relationships. Um, yeah. We had quite a bit to say there. Um, but yeah, uh, can you tell our lovely listeners where to follow us? No. Just kidding. So you can follow me on Instagram, DrewDrew1140. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at HardlyAdultPod. You can also look on our new website, just newly launched, HardlyAdult.blog. Myself and Minya will be putting on some blog posts semi-regularly. There's Uh, already a blog post. There is already a blog (laughs) post, and we're working on creating... Uh, other sections with kind of how-to guides um, to do, you know, basic shit like we've talked about in the episodes. Um, I'm also going to include a little recipes section because I know that trying to meal plan as an adult is really crappy. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced quite a bit where I try and go and find a recipe and the, the website says, oh, you ran out of free articles, so... Pay us $14 if you want to know how to do this. And then I say, screw it. And I end up just throwing a bunch of stuff in a pan. And it usually turns out pretty good. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, where can we follow you, babe? So you can follow me on Instagram at Minya underscore Durovic26. Um, that's basically where I'm at. Instagram is my shit. Um, and then, you know, like Andrew was saying, um... The Hardly Adult Pod on Instagram. Not the Hardly Adult. At Hardly Adult Pod. At Hardly Adult Pod. Sorry, guys. Um, made a little mistake there. Um, and then, you know, with, like, questions and comments, tips, feedback, any of that, you can message us on Instagram, and you can also email us um, whichever form of communication you prefer. We do also have a contact form on the website, so if you want to just pop over there, submit the form. I'll be checking that daily. Yes, and please, please, please make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with all your family and friends. But that's it. That's what we've got for you guys. So have a good night, day, morning, afternoon, Hanukkah, I guess, if it's that time of year. Uh, Good night, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye, guys. We love you.